0: Warning, the following show may decrease your intelligence.
1: Changing the channel is advised.
2: Zero variety. Less music. More talking. Weird noises. The show your parents warned you about. This is... The Blair Radio Project.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Blair Radio Project. I'm your host, Blair, and I'm joined by none other than my trusty sound engineer, Billy. Billy, how are you? Billy, stop shivering. It's not that cold.
0: I'm that cold.
1: Yeah, well, we all are. Hello, audience. Um, The station is currently experiencing some financial difficulties.
0: Yeah, after a recent investment...
1: Those are the rumors I'm hearing.
0: Those aren't rumors. It's because you gave that Steven Spielberg guy...
1: Steve Spielberg.
0: ...100,000 pounds of the station's money when he told the station manager it was only going to be 10 pounds.
1: Look, Billy, it was an honest mistake. You know, like the song? It was an honest mistake. An honest mistake. You know the song I'm talking about? Do you know that song?
0: Yes, I know that song. You play it every other week.
1: So yes, ladies and gentlemen, the, the rumors are true. The station is currently a bit skint. But don't worry. Once we get the film made, we'll be able to... The
0: film isn't going to get made, Blair. No one wants to see a movie about you kissing models.
1: I disagree, Billy. I would love to see that kind of a movie.
0: When was the last time you even spoke to Steve?
1: <sighs> he hasn't been answering my calls since I gave him the money.
0: Exactly. Steve took the money and ran. The film isn't going to get made. And you're not going to be kissing models on a pile of cash. You're the reason this station is on the verge of bankruptcy.
1: We are not. Look, audience, we're doing just fine as a station. This is just a little rough patch on the
0: road to success. This is far more than a rough patch.
1: Okay, it's, it's a few rough patches. And a, maybe a pothole here or there.
0: We're not even on the road, Blair. We're currently off-roading in the middle of a desert with a Volkswagen Beetle. It's about to
1: run out of petrol. Uh, Yes, a desert, but with very smooth road. That has a petrol station right around the corner. It's right there. You can see
0: it. Okay, enough with the road analogies. Look, we're not going to be all right. We had to sell off every single chair in the station just to be able to keep the lights on. I don't mind
1: standing. It's good for you.
0: We've even had to sell some of the light bulbs in the building. I heard the whole of the fourth floor is sharing one light bulb.
1: Well, you know, it might strengthen their eyes
0: by straining them in the dark maybe we've also had to sell off the stall walls and the toilets as well as the toilets themselves so now it's just one big room with holes in the floor
1: uh, the romans did it and look how well it, they ended up
0: And worst of all we haven't even been able to pay the station's music licensing meaning we can't even play music on this week's show uh, well it's not
1: all that bad
0: we can't even play one song over and over again like we did that one time with the British Spear song.
1: Okay, Billy, fine. What do you want me to say?
0: That you're sorry. No, never. So what are we going to do for two hours if we can't play any music?
1: I don't know. Sing?
0: I didn't know you could sing.
1: I can't sing, but you can.
0: I can't sing either. So? So I'm not going to.
1: <sighs> well, then I guess we won't be doing anything then, Billy, will we? And It'll all be your fault.
0: It's not my fault. I don't have to sing for you.
1: It's not for me. It's for the audience. But if you don't want to do it, if you don't care about them,
0: we can still talk. I don't have to sing.
1: Nope, I don't feel like talking. We'll just sit here in silence for two hours until you sing.
0: Fine. Old Man River.
1: Okay, stop. Forget it. I forgot about your voice.
0: What's wrong with my voice? It's horrible. You're so mean to me.
1: I was just being honest. Hey, where are you going? What are you doing?
0: I gotta look in the closet to see if there's something we can do. Like what? I don't know. Like. Find a board game or something? Because we can't just sit here in silence for two hours. Sure we can. Yeah, sure we can, but I'd rather play a board game.
1: Yeah, good idea. Wait, wait, wait. you you don't want to open that door?
0: Why not? Oh my god, what's that smell?
1: Wow, I remember all that. (coughs) hungy pungy monkey chunks ice cream.
0: (coughs) You still have that? I I thought you got rid of it.
1: I did, partially. I, I ate most of it when it was starting to smell, but I wasn't able to get rid of the cartons. Now that the cartons are open, I think it actually smells worse than if I were to just have left them in, intact. Ugh, the are covered in and bugs! Well, I told you not to go in there. Did you find any board games, though? No.
0: Oddly enough, I don't think they want us to play board games while we're on the air.
1: Huh. That is puzzling.
0: I just found a box full of stale bread...
1: Stale bread. Yeah. See, That's, Billy, you idiot! That's not stale bread. That's these are eight-track tapes. Ape trap.
0: Yeah. So like, trap music for apes.
1: What? No, no, eight-track, not ape trap. Oh. Huh. Yeah. These are these are tapes, Billy is what they used to use before Well, I don't know before what But they used to use them Oh, they're covered in dust
0: <coughs> You got them in my eye You have to blow it directly into my face
1: Yes, I did <coughs> Huh It says Blake and Benny Blake and Benny? I think Blake and Benny used to be like presenters on the station like a while ago Hey, m- maybe Maybe we could play these on the show
0: You want to play old tapes on the show?
1: Do you have a better idea? No. Do you think the manager will let us? I don't know. Oh, I'm gonna... I'll give him a call see if he thinks it's okay. Uh, Billy, where's the, the station's phone?
0: We sold it.
1: Oh, right, All right, I forgot. Alright, I guess I could go find him and ask. Uh, have you seen him recently?
0: Yeah, I saw him down the hall.
1: Oh, okay, cool. I'll, I'll go find him. He's
0: that... tying a noose.
1: Oh, I see. Well, it's probably best to Leave him alone, then. I mean, they're old tapes, so I'm sure it's fine.
0: How do you know they're old?
1: Well, for one, they're eight-track tapes. And uh, this one here says, Blake and Benny, Summer of 59 on it. So I'm going to assume that's 1959, making it old.
0: It could be 2059.
1: Billy, you think these tapes are from the future, 2059?
0: Well, no, but suppose you never know.
1: Shut up. Do we, do we even have anything to play this on? Uh, Billy, is that it there?
0: That's a CD player.
1: Huh. okay. Um... Is that it there?
0: That's the computer.
1: Oh, I see. Okay. Um... And that?
0: That's the microphone.
1: Look, I don't know what any of this stuff does, okay? Just take this tape and see if it fits in any hole, okay?
0: Or just shove that into a hole?
1: Yeah. I mean, if it looks like it fits, shove it in.
0: All right. Nope, not fitting in there. Nope. 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 Surely in this one.
1: Try turning it upside down.
0: Oh yeah. No.
1: Uh, Try turning it upside down again. Nope Just keep trying
0: The same hole? No,
1: just try a different hole Okay This is like watching Nope A child try to put nope. those Shaped blocks into the nope. Shaped holes More like a monkey, really
0: This one, it fit!
1: Is there a play button on it? Yeah Alright, then press play
2: Hello And welcome to The one and only Plate Radio Programme Hosted by none other than Blake. Hello. And his trusty sound engineer, Benny. Hi. Without further ado, here are your hosts. He's not a host. Blake and Benny.
1: Hello and welcome to the Blake radio program. I'm your host, Blake, and I'm joined by none other than my trusty sound engineer, Benny. Benny, how are you doing today?
0: I'm great, Blake. How are you?
1: I'm... I'm okay. I'm just a little upset, to be honest with you. Is that so? Indeed.
0: Are you still upset about Hawaii becoming the fiftieth state?
1: I suppose upset isn't the right word for it. I'm livid, actually.
0: You'll get over it. No, I won't. It doesn't even affect you in any way.
1: It still annoys me. Well, let's get on with the show, then, shall we? This is Old Cape Cod by Patty Page, and you're listening to.
2: The Blake Radio Program. If you're
0: fond of sand dunes and salty air.
2: You're listening to. The same 20 songs as last week, and the week before that. This is. The Blake Radio Program. Always exceeding your expectations, this is... The Blake Radio Program.
1: Hello, and welcome back to the Blake Radio Program. What's wrong with you, Benny? Why do you look so sad?
0: I always look sad.
1: It's true, but you look sadder and more pathetic than usual today. What's going on with you?
0: I'm really worried about Miss Baker. Miss Baker? Yeah.
1: Okay. Who's Miss Baker?
0: I've only told you like a million times.
1: I don't listen when you speak.
0: Miss Baker is a squirrel monkey that they're going to be sending into space later today.
1: Okay, and why are you worried?
0: In case something happens to her.
1: You mean like if the rocket explodes on the launch pad? Yeah. Or if it explodes when it's going up into the sky? Yeah. Or if it explodes when it's coming back down? Yeah. I see. Who cares? It's just a monkey.
0: Yeah, but she's really cute. She's got a lot of heart and it's smart.
1: She's got a lot of heart. Yeah. What does that even mean?
0: I'm not sure, but they keep saying it on the television.
1: Maybe she has a collection of hearts?
0: I don't know. Maybe. But she must be really scared. They're going to shove her in this little glass tube and then shoot it off into space.
1: Well, they're not going to shoot the tube into space. She's going to be on a rocket that they shoot into space.
0: Nothing has ever survived a trip up to space before.
1: Don't worry about it, Billy. She's not scared. It's, It's a monkey. Monkeys don't have brains.
0: Of course she has a brain. She probably has a bigger brain than you.
1: No, she doesn't. Monkeys don't have brains.
0: Of course they do.
1: Then prove it.
0: I can't prove it. How? We'd have to go to the library, but we're in the middle of a show. That and I don't even know if they're open today.
1: If only we had some sort of a magical glass device that could not only tell us everything that we ask it, but could also be small enough to fit into one's pocket.
0: Indeed, if only.
1: If only. Oh well. Till then, we'll just have to go to the library. And until then, this is The Chordettes with Mr. Sandman.
0: Is it Chordettes or Chordettes?
1: I think Chordettes. You know, like chords.
0: Yeah, but it could be Chordettes, like chores. I
1: I don't know, Benny. Look, it's them, okay? Chordettes, Chordettes. It's them. Okay. Great.
2: You're listening to The Blake Radio Program. Now, with a wide variety of high-tech, state-of-the-art noises between songs, like this one and that one, this is The Blake Radio Program.
1: Oh, will not you shut up about that stupid monkey? Look, don't worry about it. It doesn't even have a brain. It can't even worry for itself. Then how do you explain that if you poke a monkey with a
0: stick, it runs away?
1: I've never poked a monkey with a stick, so I wouldn't know. Well, they do. Have you poked a monkey with a stick, Benny?
0: No, but I saw it on the television.
1: Well, I didn't see that.
0: Well, I did. Well, I didn't. <sighs> if only there was some way to do a search on a video and to be able to show it to you instantly.
1: Yeah. Like on that magical glass device we talked about earlier.
0: If only. If only. Hey, I know. We could call the library and they could search for proof for us.
1: How are they going to be able to show us a video over the phone?
0: No, I mean, they can look up one of their books to see if monkeys have brains or not. They don't have any. They don't have any books?
1: No, they don't have any brains.
0: That's no way to talk about librarians. I'm
1: not talking about them, though that's debatable. I'm talking about... the. The bunkies, they don't have brains.
0: They do, and I'll prove it to you. Here, pass me the phone.
1: Right here. Uh,
0: I don't know the library's number. Neither do I. Uh, Do we have a phone book? Uh,
1: I don't know. Let me look for it, I guess. I think there's one in here somewhere. Uh, Is that a phone book? No, that's a Bible what does a station have a bible
0: <sighs> if only there was some easy way to look up a phone number and to be able to call it instantly
1: yeah perhaps from that same magical glass device
0: indeed if only
1: if only
2: It's time to regain your faith in humanity. This is the Blake Radio Program.
0: Hello and welcome back to the Blake Radio Program. I'm Benny and Blake has momentarily stepped out of the studio in search of a phone book. That last track was Corndog by Elvis Presley, and prior to that, we played Teen Baby by Gary Trexler, a song which I'm sure will never become problematic. Coming up next, this is Chuck Berry with Maybelline, and you're listening to The Blake Radio Program.
2: Today's episode of the Blake Radio Program is brought to you by Hungy Pungy Monkey Chunks. Hungy Pungy Monkey Chunks, the first ever ice cream made for monkeys. The best part about it is that the monkey will not exhibit any form of brain freeze, because monkeys do not have brains. Even the future dead astronaut Miss Baker loves it. It's good.
1: You know you make me wanna. Shout, kick my heels up and down. Okay, here
0: it is. Here what is? The phone book. Alright, yeah. Where did you find it?
1: In a phone box. Next to a phone.
0: So, you stole this book from a phone box?
1: Yes. So? Isn't that illegal? I don't know. Just look up the library's phone number.
0: Alright, alright. Geez. They make the print on this thing any smaller? I I I can't actually even read it.
1: No, quit complaining.
0: I'm not complaining.
1: You are complaining.
0: No, I'm not. I literally can't read any of this. The font's so small. It looks like ants. Uh,
1: You're just looking for attention again.
0: I am not. Here, the new look. Fine, give it
1: to me. Um. Mm. It's too small, isn't it? suppose it is a bit on the small side, but uh, I think I could just about... All right, fine. It is too small. I can't, can't read any of it. So now what? I'll just use my magnifying glass.
0: You have a magnifying glass?
1: Of course I do. I keep one on me at all times. Who are you? Sherlock Holmes? Be quiet. You're such a square. Ha, ha. I could read it now. Who's the square now, Benny? Huh? Who's the square now? Get the magnifying glass out of my face. All right, pass over the phone and I'll dial the number. to know your name. I didn't ask for it.
0: Your last name is Speaking? What? You said your name is Diane Speaking. No,
3: my name is Diane, and I'm speaking to you now. Speaking isn't my last name.
0: Oh, okay. Because when you said that it was Diane Speaking, I thought that you meant that it was your name. No. I see. Right.
1: So how can I help you? Yeah, we had a question, and we were wondering if you could... Look up the answer, since you probably don't have anything else to do.
3: That's not true. I have plenty to do.
1: Yeah, right. Like what?
3: Like put all these books away.
1: Oh, what books?
3: These ones here.
1: Well, I can't see them. We're talking on the phone.
3: All right. If only there were some sort of magical device that could show you what I was looking at. while we were still talking on the telephone.
1: Yeah, if only. If only. If only. Indeed. Well, it shouldn't be too hard to put all those books away.
0: It is where you don't know where they go. But don't you use the Dewey Decimal System? Isn't that meant to help you find where a book would be in a library?
3: Do either of you know how to use the Dewey Decimal System?
1: No. I don't even know what that is.
3: Exactly.
0: Neither do I. I don't think anyone knows how
1: to use it. <sighs> Why don't they just put all the books in alphabetical order?
0: Are you insane? They did have like a hundred aisles of books. that just start with the letter A. Not to mention that you'd have to know exactly the name of the book that you're looking for. It's unrealistic. If only there was some sort of a magical device that
3: could... Well, there isn't,
1: so shut up.
3: It wouldn't be a hundred aisles of books anyway. We don't even have that many books here. Really? Really.
0: But how many
1: books do you have?
3: On average, we have about 70 books. But with it being the summer, it's been a bit busy, and so we currently only have
1: four. You only have four books at the moment.
3: Oh, wait. Looks like someone's just returning one now. Hi, hello. Thank you. Yes, did you like it?
1: No, I didn't read it.
3: Why did you check it out?
1: I don't know. The cover looks nice.
3: I see. Well, thank you for not
1: destroying it. If there's only four books, then why would it be so hard to put them away?
0: Why even bother? Just keep them all in one spot? That way people coming in don't have to walk around the entire library looking for a book.
3: Are either of you a
0: librarian?
3: No. It does not tell me how to do my job. Sorry. What's your question, anyway? I'd to see if I could find the answer in one of these four books.
1: But I thought you said someone just returned a book.
3: They did, but that's still in the return pile. I still have to stamp that book
1: in. Now, how long does that take?
3: About three seconds.
1: Can't you just do that now, so we'll have five books to check instead of only four?
3: I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of in the middle of something.
1: What are you doing? I'm answering the phone, talking to a customer. You're talking to us on the phone? Yes. Because you're doing that, you can't stamp the other book in? Yes, correct. And it will take you three seconds to stamp the book in? Yes. All right, well, do you need me to call back in a moment so you can stamp it back in?
3: Mm, Yes, please. If you could, that would be very helpful. All
1: right, I'll call you back in just a moment.
3: All right, thank you.
1: Bye. Bye Bye-bye. All right, let's call her back.
0: You think that's enough time?
1: It's been four seconds. It's more than enough time.
3: Thank you for calling the Jefferson Public Library. This is Diane
1: speaking. Oh, hello, this is Blake. Who's Blake? The gentleman you were just speaking with 15 seconds ago.
0: Gentleman. Oh, Hello.
1: Yes, hi. Were you able to... how are you doing? I'm good. And you?
3: I'm good, thank you. Just very busy. Right.
1: Well, were you able to stamp back in that book? Oh, I'm sorry. I've not had the time. What do you mean you've not had the time? I ended the call with you before, just so you could stamp it back in.
3: Well, I'm sorry, but it takes a bit of time to do.
1: Takes three seconds.
3: I'm sorry, I couldn't find the time.
1: Well, are you able to do it now? I can't
3: at the moment, because I'm on the phone.
1: Okay, if I call you back, will you be able to do it?
3: Mm, let me check my schedule here. Just one moment, please. One moment, please. Just a moment. Just a moment. <sighs> will it only be just a moment?
1: You already said that.
3: This will only be just a moment.
0: She could have stamped in like a hundred books. The amount of time that it's taken her to look at her schedule.
1: Just how much is in her schedule anyway. Mm-hmm,
3: yes. I think I could pencil that in here for you.
1: Great, okay. Well, I'll call back in 15 seconds. So, can I get it done, please?
3: Yes, I can do that for you now. That'll be no problem.
1: Great. I'll talk to you in 15 seconds.
3: Speak to you soon. Yes, bye. Bye for now.
2: I'll show you 15 seconds.
3: Thank you for calling the Jefferson Public Library. This is Diane speaking.
0: Hello, Diane speaking.
1: Yes, hello, Diane. This is Blake.
0: Oh, hello, Blake.
1: Ah, yes. Uh, have you had a moment to... How are you? Fantastic, Diane. Fantastic. Never better. That's great. Now, have you had time to... Are you
3: not going to ask how
1: I'm doing? No. Well, that's rude. Now, have you had time to stamp back in that book?
3: Mm, let me check.
1: You don't know? You have to check?
3: I'm not certain.
1: You would have only done this seconds ago. How could you forget? Are you a goldfish?
3: I've been extremely busy. This is a very stressful job, you know.
1: Have you stamped it back in or not?
3: I'm checking. One moment, please. Just a moment. Just a moment.
1: How long does it take to check if you've stamped a book or not?
3: This will only be a moment.
1: You flip open the cover, and that's it. You Just look. I got good news.
3: I have stamped that book back in. So we now have a total of five books that I can cross-reference for you. Oh,
1: thank you. Thank goodness.
3: Yes. So what was your question? Uh, excuse me? Your question. The whole point of you calling in today? What was your question that you wanted me to check?
1: Oh, right. Yes, my, my question. Um. Uh, B- Benny? What was it? I don't remember. Neither do I. I'm very sorry, but I have an extremely busy schedule to attend to. If you don't remember your question, I'm going to have to end the call. I I know, I know. Just just give me a moment. Don't rush me, okay? I didn't rush you before when you were being slow.
3: Yes, you were. Yeah, you were.
1: No, I wasn't. Besides, the the customer's always right. All right. Well, you call back when you know what your question was, okay? Goodbye. Don't you hang up on me, you hear? You hear? She hung up. (sighs) Billy, how could you forget what we were going to ask her? You forgot, too. Yes, but I'm the presenter. I'm, I'm busy presenting. You're just sitting here doing everything else. You know what, Blake? You can go to- What happened?
0: That was the end of the tape.
1: Oh. Uh, well then.
0: Well then, indeed.
1: So, do monkeys have brains or not? Of course they do. Better Google it then, Benny. Benny! Or, B- I meant Billy, whatever. Do they have brains or not?
0: Just looking it up now. Yes, they have brains. Of course they have brains. Let me see that. Here.
1: Mm, must be fake news. Whatever. Just put another tape in. Okay.
2: You are listening to The Blake Radio Program. <sighs> I need a cigarette.
3: Take out the
2: papers and the trash. Oh, you don't get no pending- the show your parents warned you about. This is. The Blair Radio Project.
1: Hello, and welcome to the second hour of The Blair Radio Project. I'm your host, Blair, and I'm joined by none other than my trusty sound engineer, Billy. Billy, how are you doing today?
0: I can't believe we're playing these.
1: Neither can I. Audience, today, we we can't play any real music. We have to play old music. Because the station currently doesn't have any money. But thankfully, due to licensing loopholes, we could play these old 8-track tapes that we found in the studio closet. These are tapes featuring recordings of Blake and Benny, uh, two presenters that used to be on the station decades ago. So... We're just going to play these.
0: I can't really say that I'm surprised I've never heard of them before.
1: Yeah, it's not very good. I've never listened to them before, but there's something about them that just seems familiar.
0: Yeah, I get that feeling too, but I just can't put my finger on it. I've never heard their show before, but it it feels like I have.
1: Yeah. That Blake, though, he, he sure does seem like a pretty cool dude.
0: You think? I was thinking you sounded like a jerk.
1: Yeah, well, what do you know? So, those tapes from the 50s, Billy, are those done, yeah?
0: Yeah, those are done.
1: All right, well, then put in another tape in then, please.
0: All right. Hey, Blair, I was thinking, how did they record a show from 1959 onto an 8-track tape?
1: Uh, I
0: was Googling it, and 8-track tapes didn't come out until around 1965.
1: Maybe they just record... Billy, I don't know. I'm not a historian buff. Now, just shut up and put the tape in. Okay. When's this one from? Uh-huh. Uh-huh? Uh-huh. Does that mean I don't know?
0: Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: What does it say on the tape? What? What's the tape labeled as?
0: Oh, it says, Blake and Benny, 1967.
1: All right, cool. Fine. Press play, then.
0: Okay.
2: Hello, and welcome to the Blake Radio Program. Today on the show, your hosts, Blake. And Benny. No, no,
1: it's, it's okay. It's all right. Calm down. No, really. Re- Castro, trust me, calm down. Just relax. No, don't worry. You've got this, buddy. Yes. All right, look, look, I gotta go, okay? No, well, I'm sorry, but I'm at work. You know that. Look, I'll call you when I get out, okay? All right, all right, bye. Yep, yep, yep. Love you too, yes. All right, bye. Bye-bye.
0: Was that fide- Shh.
1: Hello and welcome to the Blake Radio program. I'm your host, Blake, and I'm joined by none other than my trusty sound engineer, Benny. Benny, how are you doing today?
0: Yeah, I'm fine.
1: Great. Audience, today on the show, we have some fantastic current hits. Starting us off, this is Baby Love by the Supremes. Hello, and welcome back to the Blake Radio Program. The last track was Do You Love Me by The Contours. I really love that fake little false ending that we heard there. It made you think that the song was going to end, but it didn't. Benny, have you seen this news about the moon?
0: What about it? Is it gone?
1: No, it's not gone. You can literally see it from where you're seated.
0: I don't have a seat.
1: Fine, from where you're standing.
0: Oh, yeah. It's not gone.
1: No one ever said it was gone.
0: So what's the news about it?
1: NASA, the nautical space people, they plan on sending people to the moon in the next two years.
0: Really? Far out. It huh. feels like just half an hour ago, we were discussing Miss Baker, the first monkey to survive in space.
1: Indeed. But that was just sending some monkey without a brain. To- they have brains. No, they don't. I was just sending a monkey into space for only a few minutes. They'll never be able to get a man on the moon. Mark my words, man will never step foot on the moon. Besides, they'd never be able to survive on it anyway. It's made of cheese.
0: It's made of cheese? Yeah. You sure?
1: Of course I'm sure. You didn't know this already? No. Everyone knows, Benny. It's common knowledge.
0: Everyone knows? Yes. What about babies? Do they know?
1: I'm sure most of them do, yes.
0: What about people who are blind and deaf?
1: Well, they probably don't know. But then again, they probably don't even know that the moon exists. They probably don't even know anything besides touch. Even then, they might not fully understand what's going on.
0: Well, that's depressing.
1: Real bummer indeed. But yeah, that's why they want to send people up there.
0: Because there are blind and deaf people that don't know what touch is?
1: No, because the moon is made of cheese. Duh. Oh, right. Yeah. The Rooskies, they're also trying to get up there, too. The Roosters? I didn't know Roosters had a space program. So how stupid are you, Benny? The Russians, the Rooskies, the USA, and Russia are both trying to race to make it to the moon. And the winner gets to keep all that sweet, sweet cheddar. Wow,
0: I wish I could have some moon cheddar.
1: We all do, Benny. We all do. But sadly, I don't think that they're going to make it. Why not? I just don't think that they're going to make it.
0: Yeah, but, but why?
1: Because I don't. I don't have to give you a reason for everything.
0: Yeah, but you can't just say that they're not going to make it and not give a reason as to why.
1: <sighs> okay, fine. When the space shuttle lands on the thing on the moon, the heat from the spaceship is just going to melt the cheese and then they're just going to sink right in. Ah. Uh, it's going to be like drowning in fondue.
0: What kind of fondue?
1: Well, cheese fondue, obviously.
0: I've had a chocolate fondue before. How was it? It wasn't very good.
1: I think so. It's fondue.
0: I got chocolate all over my trousers. Uh, Benny! You can't say that on the air. Say what? The T word. What, trousers? Uh, Benny! You're gonna get us fired. For what?
1: Excuse me, audience. I highly apologize for my ignorant sound engineer, Benny. I really hope that no one was offended during those last remarks. The station does not share the same views or opinions as Benny on the matter.
0: On what matter? All I said was-
1: Don't you dare say it again, or I'll punch your face in. Do you understand? And I greatly apologize for any explanations that you now may need to give to your children. We're going to move on now. This is The Foundations with Baby Now That I Found You. And you're listening to The Blake Radio Program. Oh, Benny, you absolute idiot. What'd I say? You can't say trousers on the air. But you just said it. Yeah, because we're not on the air.
0: Yes, we are. See? The red light's still on. What?
1: Oh, for f-
2: Excuse me, sir, do you need a chain? What? No. Then why not rent one? I just told you I don't need a chain. Come on down to Rent-A-Chain today for all your chain-renting needs. I don't need a chain. You have a wide variety of every type of chain imaginable. Are you even listening to me? Get a chain for the wife. Get a chain for the kids. I'm calling the police. Get a chain even for yourself. Where's a phone box? Treat yourself with a chain today, only at Rent-A-Chain. Rent-A-Chain.
1: was nancy sinatra with these boots are made for walking it's good to see her out on the charts now i'm sure she made it completely on her own with absolutely no help from her father whatsoever no. coming out next this is oh pretty woman by roy orbison and you're listening to the blake radio program
2: the blake radio program
1: Huh, that was a pretty short tape. Yeah, it was. You know, Billy, he, he's right, you know.
0: Roy Orbison?
1: No, no, Blake. Man will never make it to the moon. I've been telling people that for years. Right. Billy, I got some great news. I finally got in touch with Steve Spielberg. You know, the producer that wants to make the film about us. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Well, I would have thought that he was avoiding
1: you because he scammed you. He didn't scam me. I'm really good at reading people. And I knew from the start that he was a good and honest person. What did he say? You said that he needs some more money to hire the models. Did he? Yes, and also, we're gonna be adding another scene where I save a busload of blind children. A busload? Yeah, a full bus, a bus that's loaded. I see. A busload.
0: Right, full well, of blind children, you say? Yes. Where's the bus going?
1: I don't know, blind school? <laughs> I don't know, Billy, it doesn't matter. We'll fix it in post, okay?
0: Right, so what are you gonna do?
1: Well, I'm gonna borrow more money from the station.
0: But you can't keep taking more money from the station.
1: I'm not taking it. I'm just borrowing it.
0: We already don't have any. I just heard that the light bulb on the fourth floor already burnt out. They now have to share with the only working light bulb on the fifth floor.
1: But I thought the fifth floor had more than one bulb.
0: No, they had to sell all the other ones. And they weren't expecting their only working one to burn out so quickly.
1: Well, that sucks for them. They should just get a new bulb.
0: They don't have the money,
1: Blair. You stole it all. No, I didn't steal it. I had permission from our manager to use it.
0: You had permission to use ten pounds, not a hundred thousand. He's definitely not going to allow you to take a
1: penny more. (laughs) How much is he even asking you for anyway? He's only asking for another twenty-five thousand pounds. That's pocket change to the station. It most certainly is
0: not. I saw the station's manager digging in the couch cushions for change.
1: That's a good idea. Did he find any?
0: He found 10p, an empty lighter, and a paperclip that was bent like a triangle so that if you bent it a certain way and left it on the table... It would shoot up in the air.
1: I was looking for that.
0: Well, that was yours? Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I know. All right. But no, you can't give more money to this thief.
1: Look, Billy, I know what I'm doing, okay? Just mind your own business. Whatever. Just put in another tape. Fine. What tape is this?
0: This is Blake and Benny, 1975.
1: Great. I'll put it
2: in.
0: Fine. I will. Fine. Fine.
2: Welcome Hello and welcome back. You're listening to the Blake Radio Program.
1: and welcome back to the Blake Radio Program. I'm your host, Blake, and I'm joined by none other than my trusty sound engineer, Benny. Benny, how are you doing today?
0: My legs hurt.
1: Sit on the floor.
0: I wish you'd rather get me a chair.
1: We just can't afford it right now, Benny. I'm sorry. Hey, did you see the new desk the station got me? Yes, I saw it. It's pretty cool, huh? Look, it even has built-in cup holders and a urinal. That's great. It's pretty cool. (laughs) Well, this is Tie a Yellow Ribbon Round the Old Oak Tree by Tony Orlando and Dawn, And you're listening to The Blake Radio Program.
2: <laughs> hey guys, you're like listening to the, to the, what is this show again?
1: The Blake Radio Program.
2: All right, yeah. You're like listening to the Blake radio program, man. (laughs) Enjoy.
1: Stupid
0: hippie.
1: And welcome back to the Blake Radio Program. That last track was Sally by none other than Jerry Monroe. My favorite part was when he said Sally. No, not that time. Nope. That one there. Yes, that one in the middle. That that middle Sally, that one really stuck out to me. That was a good Sally. Well, still coming up on the show, we got lots of good tunes. Some really good stuff indeed. But first, this is Alvin Stardust with the track. Jealous Mind. That was Jealous Mind by Alvin Stardust. Wow, what an amazing track. Well, coming up next, this is a new number one hit single from none other than Gary Glitter. Yet another number one in the charts. This man can do no wrong. Stop the tape. Stop the tape, Billy. Stop it. Why? We can't play that. Why not? Don't worry about it. Well, thankfully, we're almost done with the show anyway, so... I think there is as good a point as any to stop. Well, listening back to those... They weren't very good presenters, were they, Billy?
0: No, not really.
1: Whatever happened to them anyway?
0: Well, I googled it. Yeah? Yeah. Benny ended up stabbing Blake with a bread knife live on the air.
1: Oh my god, that's horrible.
0: Yeah. He then skinned him alive and then wore a makeshift Blake mask made out of Blake's actual face skin and started taking calls live on the air, pretending to be Blake. Oh my goodness, that's insane. Why did he do it? He said he was tired of not having a chair to sit in for nearly 20 years.
1: Uh, I see. Yeah. I'll I'll see what I can do about you getting a chair, if you're
0: Thank you. Hey, look. Our manager's coming here.
2: Looks pretty angry.
0: Indeed, he does.
2: What are you doing? What are you playing? You know we don't have any money to play music on the air. No, no, no. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's fine. We found some old tapes that we can play. Are you playing the music off of them? Yeah, but
1: it's okay. But since we paid for the licensing to play them when these show's originally aired, we don't have to pay for it now. So no worries. Loopholes.
2: You idiots! That's not how radio licensing works. It's not? No! But... but loopholes? There are no loopholes for this. If we play music on the air that we haven't already paid to have the rights to play them, we could get fined a thousand pounds per song. Oh. How many songs did you play?
1: Um, well, you see. How many? Somewhere between one and twenty? How many? Twenty-five. Twenty-six,
0: actually. Don't forget, we played a little bit of Gary Glitter, too.
2: You played Gary Glitter on the show? No, no, not,
1: not really, I mean, kind of, just, I mean, technically we did, but, we'll fix it in post. Oh, um, by the way, just a quick question. Uh, can I borrow 25,000 pounds? It's for the movie. You <laughs> little- Billy, I gotta go. End the shot for me. Get back here. Uh. This concludes this
0: week's episode of The Blair Radio Project. Uh, Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you'll join us next week. If Blair hasn't been killed. Hope you'll join me next week, at least. Thank you all so much. And until next week, this has been The Blair Radio Project. I'm your new host, Billy. Bye for now. Bye bye Oh, wait. I just noticed that we... We still have some more time to kill. (sighs) can't just talk to myself the rest of the show, can I? Or could I? I probably could. I mean, I I very much doubt anyone's listening to this anyway. I could talk to myself. Uh, Oh, wait! I know! I could talk to my stuffed bear! Hello, Mr. Bear! How are you? I'm doing very well, Billy. How are you doing? Sad! Why are you sad? Because I hate myself. Well, why don't you burn down your work? What? Why don't you burn down the radio station? Uh, Mr. Bear, I don't I don't think that's appropriate. I, you should burn it down with everybody still inside and record it so everyone will remember you forever. Okay, I don't think I should talk to myself anymore. Um, oh, forget it. What's another thousand pound fine? Let's just play the tape. Oh, really, Billy? You should do it. Shut up, Mr. Bear!
2: Hey, did you happen to see